Here's the thing that makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you. Fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour on the Rick and Bubba show. RickandBubba.com, the website. All you need to know about the show is right there at RickandBubba.com. Upcoming events, all the social links, uh, just about anything you need to know. The store, uh, information on YouTube, the link for the YouTube TV, uh, Rick and Bubba channel there. Just click on YouTube, and then the live button is there. Click it, and you got us live in HD. We want to thank Eddie Van Adler for that. Let's bring in the boys uh, over to my left. It's Mr. Greg Burgess right in front of me. It's Michael Holmes. What's up? Holmes. Holmes. Uh, we have an unnamed intern. Uh, I told him, you know, you know how these things go. We've had interns that's been here week and a half, never been named, just because of the flow of the show. We didn't have time. I said, or it could be you, you know, today that we name you. You never know. Yesterday, uh, Craig was here and the intern, the new intern. Can we call him Diesel, please? That's not Diesel. Oh, well, who is it? We haven't named oh, is that him. him? Yet. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. You're Craig. Okay. Sometimes you'll call him by the real name, and well, it messes me up. You know why? He didn't have a nickname. I he know, doesn't have a I nickname. Know. <laughs> I confused. I thought he was talking about Diesel because Diesel was here oh, yesterday too. So, so Craig <laughs> came in. Craig came in yesterday, and you know we have we've been very adamant and outspoken about jerseys oh, for adults, mm-hmm. and and I think he's still in that age group where he can pull it off. And he had he had him a Dwayne Wade jersey over his hoodie yesterday. He did. And and Rick made fun of it a little bit, and um, and it wasn't it it wasn't. Don't think that. Well, goodness gracious, y'all were making fun of. Well, yeah, we treat everybody the same around here. It's mm-hmm. just what we do. It's yeah. part of being a family. If we're not doing that, then we probably don't care anything about you. Yeah. But I noticed today his wardrobe's much different, and I told him, I said, don't let that affect you. Bring Dwayne Wade on. Yeah. Uh, my, Bring my, that Kevin Durant jersey out. I know you got. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, a hoodie it's during the not. summertime, or I say summer. It's is it officially summer? It's not, but it's not, but no. it feels okay. Um, yeah, isn't it? Is it? Is it? I, I don't know when officially summer is. I don't think but, it is. Um, <laughs> it's close. Uh, it's, it's felt really good where where we live the last couple of days. But um, he had a hoodie on, and uh, and I asked my kids about that. Sometimes they'll leave the house or get things ready for the next day, and they got hoodies and and all this kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, what are you doing? He's like, Dad, you understand? School is freezing. The, the, the classes are freezing, 
And so they come walking out, you know, like after school or something. Everybody's in hoodies and long sleeve shirts. So you guess you have to dress for it. So you thought it was going to be cold in here, and it wasn't. So now you're, you're dressed regular. Uh, so he's here today, Craig. In the United States and the rest of the Northern Hemisphere, the first day of summer season is the day of the year when the sun is furthest north. That will be on June the 20th or 21st. Yeah, okay. We're a little off. All right, We're dude. about a month away. I knew it was in <clears throat> June. June. I didn't know it was that late. Yeah. So we have an unnamed intern. We'll have to figure out if we can name him today or another day, but we'll uh, we'll see. We'll figure that one out. Don't forget, you can still register for uh, the – uh, road trip giveaway. It's the uh, road trip sweepstakes, and it's at rickandbubba.com under contest. That's today. Will a meek it spin at any moment? At any moment. At, at any, any moment. time. You don't know, and we know uh, it has not spun yet this week. So there's that. Um, boy, this story here. You know, we've talked about this before. Hey, would you? Uh, would you do this to stay alive? Or, or you know, you hear people of, hey, they had to cut their arm off because they were stuck and. They, you know, in order to, to get away. Uh, we have a guy here. He's a farmer, 63-year-old in Nebraska, had to cut his own leg off last month with a pocket knife. He was uh, transferring a load <laughs> oh, of grain wow. into a bin and got his leg caught in the long metal uh, screw that moves the, oh, the grain to the it. top of the bin. And he was uh, alone and didn't have his phone uh, or anybody. And uh, and he used a pocket knife uh, to saw his own leg off. Guys, well, think about this. Halfway between sharp pocket knife. Yeah, halfway well, below the knees where he sawed it off. He said um, oh it got him, and he thought, well, it's fixing to just keep pulling me in it, you know, beyond his leg. So, and at that point, you're already probably in about all the pain you're going to. It ain't going to get much worse mm. than your leg being chewed off by an auger. Mm. So, heck, saw it off. And he got. He said he got. He was afraid he was going to pull him all the way in. Did right. you read the line? This guy is just oh, tough. He said I basically this was just figured I was going to have to let it happen. What happened? In other words, he said, "Well, I'm going to get chewed up by an auger." Right. And he, you know, he, I mean, but yeah. think about it. No phone. Not anybody around. You can't. can't you know I mean, what do you do? Uh, here's some of his own words. Take a listen. We were moving corn and taking from one place to the other. And, but I was in that routine like I always used to do. I didn't think of it. Stepped in the hopper in that little hole. It just sucked my leg in, and, and I was trying to pull it out. And when it first happened, I can remember telling myself, this ain't good. This is not good at all. When I had my pocket knife, I thought, well, the only way I'm getting out of here is cut it off. So I just started sawing on it. When I was cutting it, uh, nerve endings, I could feel them just ping when I'd start sawing around that pipe. And all at once, it went and let me go. So I got the heck out of there. It is what it is. Make the best of it is all you can do. Could have always been worse. I paid the price here of being in a hurry and not paying attention. Oh my wow. goodness! Life lessons from a farmer. He said it is what it is. Golly. You know that goes back to, and, and again, this is in every case. Mm. But you know, you, you see a lot of people that get hurt. It's in their daily routine. They just get, yep. Yep. They just get, get used to it. And and yeah, just, and you don't pay attention to the yeah. to the details because you do it so much. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Wow. That hurt That's me. Just another case. Good night. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I, had, I didn't know he was going to. But have you don't think about it though. Nerve, I mean, yeah. at that point, you're like, well, my legs chewed off pretty much. I mean, yeah. Sawing it with a pocket knife is going to be much worse than what I'm dealing with right now. Pain wise. I love his attitude about it. He said, "Well, it is what I mean, it is. It's a hard day. Yeah. But you think about that. You're in a situation, and you know, okay, it's starting to pull me here, and you look around, and there's. Well, he says, "Yeah, I figured that ain't good. No, nobody is not." Thank goodness for the pocket knife. What if you didn't even have that? Goodness gracious. 
It's mm. a tough day on the farm, man. <laughs> yeah. And, mm. But that, then he said, I got the heck out of there. So what'd he do? Hop Crawl out with his one leg, I guess. Whew. Good gracious. I'm alive. hurting. I know. Man, that hurts, guys. How about that, y'all? Uh, yeah. Well, Thanks. how about this? If That's feeling, a nice opener. If you're feeling sorry for yourself today or trying to figure out how to get going, at least. Yeah, it could be worse. Yeah, you're not like pal uh, there. Get your leg in auger. Yeah, let's get going. 14 My- minutes past <laughs> the hour. <laughs> we have uh, calls getting screamed up by uh, Craig, the unnamed intern. Uh, we got YouTube Live. It's rolling in HD, so we're, we're set. Thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes past the hour, kickoff hours live. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. Eight six six, we be big. We have the unnamed intern right now. Uh, he's screening up your phone calls. Eddie Van Adler's got YouTube live in HD, rocking. And um, the table is being set. Uh, we're here for another day. Um, Greg, what you got over there, buddy? I heard you talking about a story. Well. What you got? You know, Hostess, it makes the snack cakes. Oh, If you're yeah. a fan of these three, okay? Uh-huh. Ding-dongs. What? Twinkies, snowballs, and honey buns. Well, get happy. They're coming out with K-Cups, coffee-flavored of those four particular snack cakes that Hostess provides to the world that we yeah. all love. Uh-huh. So well, that, now that you flavor. can get coffee-flavored cake oh, cups. I can't remember out. last time I had a ding-dong. Yes. Bubba loves those. So it's the, it's the, it's the ding-dong. Like? What is it? What, what all? Twinkie. The, the Twinkie. The Twinkie, the ding-dong, the honey bun, and the snowball. Not big on the snowball. I'm not eating snowball. How y'all on this flavored coffee stuff? Is that, no, that like attractive? Don't no, like you don't? it at all. Okay. But I just thought, hey. I like a coffee purist. Well, I like things. I like coffee to taste like coffee. I like flavored lattes and, and those type of things, mm-hmm. seasonal, like pumpkin spice latte or right. the Christmas flavor that they have, the eggnog. Yeah. Um, that being said, that's that's not to me coffee. That's a latte. And let me go here. So coffee, I just like a little cream and sugar. Of course, Greg made fun of me yesterday. No, I don't know what that was. So I've gotten on this kick lately where I'll take a. Um, I've never I put seen cream. I put cream work, in my coffee. Worked so hard on a cup. Greg, of it wasn't. It wasn't that hard. I put cream. Yeah. And a sweetener, the yellow pack, whatever that is, and then a little bit of cinnamon, yeah, a dash of cinnamon. Crazy. I found some cinnamon in our kitchen. Okay. And I thought, well, I'm gonna throw this in there, and it was good. How do you do it though? How'd you do it? Just a little, a little bit. Are you gonna try some of this hostess <laughs> coffee? You might no, like it since no. you like stuff. I'm not big How about on this flavored. Real coffee. quick, oh, I'm not either. But now look, the other hostess brands. Now, if you're fans of the cupcake or the ho ho, well, they're not available right now. So just the other. Yeah, they need to rethink ding dongs and ho ho. I think as I far think as so. naming, think, as yeah. time has went on. Think right. about that meeting. Yeah, I think we might want to. If say, they went with ding dongs, what? Out there, did they have that they didn't use? Right, there was somebody at a like a round table and like probably some important people decide, deciding what they were going to do, and yeah. that's what they came with. Yeah. At came the up time, with. it probably seemed like a good idea. What finished as, second? As, as we've <laughs> huh? evolved, yeah, uh, maybe ding dongs and ho hos may maybe in today's world. While we're, we're changing things and pulling statues down, mm-hmm. and yeah, let's get rid let's of the get rid of ding dong and ho ho. Yeah. 
Speaking of changing things, we're going to change the subject. Uh, the um, have you? Uh, I've got a feel good story here that Greg's going to absolutely rip apart. All right. Uh, and Where's so the story at? I want to look at it. So so it's, it's not going to last long. Uh, probably won't get through the first sentence. Uh, go ahead. Um, we got a kid, a uh, teenager. Yeah. He lost more than 100 pounds walking to school every day. Uh, where did he start and where's he at? See, I knew it. Wait, why? Uh, <laughs> all right. He so, looks good now, by the yeah, way. I he's mean, a, he's really worked hard. He's a 17-year-old kid in Ohio who used to weigh 325 pounds. Today's then he completely changed his diet about a year ago, well, yeah, okay. walked to school every day, and lost 115 pounds. Uh, here's a little bit about, uh, you know, his story and, then, and one of the teachers too. Uh, take a listen. I really liked food to be honest with you. I and, really uh, liked food. Pizza was my favorite. Ooh. Any, any, Ooh, yeah. any type of pizza was good too. One day I looked in the mirror and I was like, Phew, yeah, you've, you've gone pretty far. His story is not the typical story. Kids are beating the odds every day, but he did more than just beat the odds. You need to want to do it yourself. And, uh, each day is a new day. So basically, an overweight kid went on a diet. I can't remember. Do what? Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he did. He, he looks yeah, like to me got, he adopted a healthier lifestyle, which is a huge part of but it. it. But it's not a national story unless we, we, we have the headline, he walked to school and lost Here 100 pounds. Here we go. Um, I mean, and that's good and all. It may have been part of it. In the it, headline, but, it says nothing about actually, his diet change. Yeah, this yeah. kid actually went on a diet and lost 100 pounds. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That, I mean, that, that's awesome. He, was, he looked in the mirror one day, and he that was in the interview, and he said, look, I'm tired of being so fat, and i got to do something about this. Now, see, this is where they and go. And he did. This is where they go a little bit. But the headline, walk school every day to lose 100 pounds. I'd like to know how far it was. Um, First of all, you're right. It probably didn't have very much to do with the weight loss. Yeah. Uh, it says here, but this is where they go bad. too far in the story. He would walk to school every single day, no matter the weather conditions. Oh, now somebody's going to go fund me and get him a car. <laughs> Here we go with that. Um, the school said years after uh, being extremely overweight, uh, they're proud of him for, as you heard from the teacher, taking matters into his own hands. He adopted, as we talked about, a healthier lifestyle of, oh, e- of eating and exercising. Uh, and part of the exercising was he would walk to school uh, and he would do, of course, other Well, now that he's too. down to 100, I can see him run this good. You ought to see the before and after. It does. Pictures. It is amazing. This this kid, see. he went, uh, hold on, let oh, me yeah, pull I it up. I thought it was on that paper. Never mind. No, you're good. Forget it. Uh, okay. Uh, there, there he is now, yeah. Greg, right here. Okay. All right. Um, and he, I mean, he looks th- he looks thin. He may yeah. have got the sleeve. No. Oh, and he ain't gosh. telling anybody. Yeah, he was. A rational a, design marker okay, turning. There we go. You think he got the sleeve and, and left that part out? No, I don't know. No. Um, so you know, walking to school, like you're saying, that's. I mean, he might be getting some steps in, but we got to do a lot more than just stroll. To I'm school. with him on that pizza. I like it too. Oh boy, that's how about when he just admit? I like admits I like eating. I like. Boy, food. I do too. Oh, it's, it's, no, that's a good story. I'm not saying, but I mean, and he did walk to school, but again, the way our, I just, it's the media. I'm not making fun of him. Right. It's the way we portray things. You kind of yeah. make fun of him, but you're making fun of the media more. Yeah. They like, um, I mean, <laughs> hey, the kid got a healthier lifestyle, worked on his diet, and oh yeah, he walked to school every day too. Hey, hey let's go. He walked well, to school every guys, day and lost 100 pounds. Guys, yeah. it's that's a mi- the headline. It's a mindset too with this. It's, and he says it. He's like, guys, I looked in the mirror and I thought, what have I done to myself? Yeah. And it was his breaking you love point. This stuff, and yeah. he, I do. I there love this because he said, "You know what? I'm done with. I'm done with being a uh, fa. Mm-hmm. Check with and him." And I'm gonna change what I'm doing. 
And yes, he walked to school, and who knows, it might have been a half a mile or quarter mile. It didn't hurt. Yeah, it, it helped. But we certainly. act like that's the only way he lost weight. Right. Yeah. Well, the media did, but he changed his diet. He and talked me- about how much he loved pizza and all these other foods, and he completely changed what he was doing. And that's, you know what? You completely change what you're doing. Guess what you're going to get? Changes. Yep. But I'm, a, I'm pulling for him, first of all. <laughs> this, this is part of his root Tourette's again. You hear it? I am. But Here let's just call it. Here let's just go. call it because we've all seen it. We've all been there. Wait for it. Let's check with him in about a year. Yeah. Because that's yeah. the hardest part. The hardest part is maintaining. We all know that. <laughs> What's it doing now? Oh, it's really picking. You hear me? Yeah. Right. Y'all going to have that some. Uh, well, I, I'm telling you, you uh, The hardest part it. is uh, that's fine. I'm pulling for him, though. Yeah. Is that what you're pulling for? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're testing something over here. We're changing subjects real quick. We're we're testing how we're recording things. Now the left is you got you got one channel really low, one one really high. Uh, left is low, right is high. Uh, we we doing a the, troubleshooting on there. Yeah. Let's get back this fat kid. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, hey, hats off to him. Hundred pounds, that's good. <laughs> I'm pulling for him. I knew you would rip the story though. But I, I, I do want to update in about a year. <laughs> Oh, that's just good stuff. I don't care who you are. So there you go. Um, on, on some other news, and I and we shared this a little bit with each other as we go to break. Tim Conway passed away yesterday. Yeah, he did. Eighty-five he years dead. old. Uh, and we all remember him from the I Carol, Carol Burnett show. Did a string of comedy shows in the eighties too with Don Knotts. Uh, and um, and he did that little golf guy, Dorf. Was right, Dorf. Wasn't that what it's called? Yeah, I, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He had a little short legs. Yeah, yeah. Golf. He was also um, he was the also Wiggins. the voice of the uh, Barnacle Boy on uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Didn't know. Did that. you know that? No, I did not. You know, I, I used to love the Carol Burnett show. Our family would stay. Oh yeah, sit in front of the TV and mm-hmm. just watch it and just love it. He yeah, was I, I was. I, I thought it was funny. One of those funny. things you look back on it now, and he's not as funny as I thought he was. I knew it. I knew. I knew you couldn't. Well, I'm gonna say that that type of humor. I'm not gonna put it all on him. Yeah, but uh, I was a big fan of the Carol Burnett show. Oh, too. I'm like too. you. My family would sit up and watch it. Oh, we love it. Just laugh, laugh, laugh. Mrs. The Wiggins. <laughs> my, my favorite is just because they were they were live like that. They'd get to laugh oh, and they yeah. had to keep going. It's funny. Uh, we'll take a is break. Harvey we'll Corman dead. The other guy. I don't know. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Five minutes to the top of the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. This portion of the show brought to you by Compassion International. Uh, you know, the show is proud to be aligned with uh, the good folks at Compassion International. We're about 30% of our goal, though. Uh, and by the end of the week, we want to hit our goal, or at least 75% of it. Uh, so join us right now, and let's get this done and make a difference together with the size of this audience and how loyal you all are, getting at least 250 kids sponsored should be something we could do very easily. So we encourage you to listen up and uh, take some action. Compassion International is one of the most respected nonprofit organizations in the world with regard to uh, financial integrity. Over 80% of every dollar goes directly to the child you sponsor. Uh, So check it out right now, Compassion.com slash Bubba. That's the website. Select your child to sponsor uh, in whatever country you want. Uh, and think about what you're doing to bring uh, 
you know, the physical, spiritual, and emotional support to a child who's trapped in an extreme uh, poverty-type environment, and you're really helping. So check it out right now. We want to try to get to 250 uh, kids, and we're, uh, we're at about 30% right now of our goal. We'd love to hit uh, 100% or at least 75%, and so we encourage you to take action. Call them uh, today, 855-293-2323. If you prefer, you can also go to Compassion.com slash Bubba. Uh, and then, uh, you, you know, just follow the instructions and pick out someone, uh, a child that you would love to, to, to sponsor and come alongside. Uh, you can also find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button if you'd prefer that way. Uh, now, 24 minutes till top of the hour. Let's jump out to Jonathan. He's in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, guys. I was just going to say, was that Chance's son that y'all did the story on, uh, the weight loss kid? Oh, he did. He talk. Did he? Did uh, you sound like Chance? You bring your chance back. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, I I, the, I didn't. When he I, ran the network, it sounded a lot like him. Oh well. Oh, chance. You know what? Let's 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 hear it again. I you know I I didn't really think about that. I forgot Thanks. about. I chance. really liked food, to yeah. be honest with you. Okay. And, uh, yeah, a little bit. Pizza was my favorite. Any 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 type of pizza was good too. One day I looked in the mirror and I was like. Whew, yeah, you've you've gone pretty far. Uh, we're talking about. I can, the, I can see that. Yeah, that's a pretty good call there. We're talking about the teenage kid that lost over a hundred pounds. Uh, now, I think the most important thing here is it, it says a lifestyle change, which means that he's he, he changed the way he was eating. But the story is about him walking to school. I hadn't thought about Chance since Speedy got mad at him. Huh? Chance. I hadn't uh, thought about him since you got mad at him that day. No, I didn't get mad at him. I did. How about that? Um, he just kind of started acting weird. And the whole thing was weird. Yeah. You're, you're looking a little bit better over there, Helms. It's, it's just, it's just they're, they're not even now. One's higher oh than the boy, other. Get them back even, and then we'll be good, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Jeff. He's in Glencoe, Alabama. Jeff, what's up? Hey, guys. I got a question about our buddy old Tim Tebow. Oh, okay. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, you know, he's supposed to get married. You reckon after he's been married a few months, his voice will finally change? <laughs> okay, Greg, that's right. just for you. I don't think that's how it works, that's but that's a good question. Works. You know, guys. Okay, well, how's, stop how, it. How's Timmy, how's Timmy playing these days? I don't know. You know, the last I heard, it wasn't great, uh, but that's been a while. That's been a couple of weeks, I think. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to check on that. Well, I'll just Google it real quick. Um, how about this? Uh, Boston, a neighborhood in Boston. Boston is dealing with um, not just one, not just two, but three wild turkeys that randomly harass people and peck at them. That's funny. It, it is very funny. Uh, right there in Boston, they, wild turkeys is a problem. It's extremely scary. It's frightening. If you're walking, they come up extremely, extremely close to you, and they come forward as if they're going to... Bite you? The one incident I had was with my mailman. I heard a lot of commotion. I looked outside, and they had him cornered across the street. My husband has gone out maybe four to five times to sweep them away from various people. I'm actually fearful to just go walking on my own. (laughs) Get away from me. Get out of here. You're going to kick it. Uh, Residents are fearful of aggressive turkeys. You know that's not something that I've had to deal with. No, but but think about trying to just go outside and and they're trying to peck at you. Mm. Stomped on me. Got me down the woodpile. Dinner, dinner. Bernie attacked me. Knocked me down in the woodpile. Tried to stomp on me. If I'd had my gun on me at the time, he wouldn't have gotten over. 
I usually carry it. <laughs> there he is. I love that. There oh, he you is. can hear that all day long. By so we got way, aggressive wild turkeys. <clears throat> by the way, Tim Tebow. Yeah, talk ouch, to me. Ouch, ouch. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hitting a buck fifty. Mm-hmm. He's had ninety-three at bats and thirty-eight strikeouts. Mm. That hurt. Good mm. night. Here's what I got. Yeah, that's. Mm. Timmy, Sorry. come on, Timmy. That's what I got for that. How's that look? Huh? We're looking a little better. Right, so, quit saying there. a little better. I want you to say it looks <laughs> awesome and I don't need to be messing with it. Nope, that doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah, that was the turkey. I think it is looking better. Um, I, Speaking of that that sound, do y'all mind if I, I tell y'all about a British man that can do sound effects with as his own long, mouth? As long as you'll do it in a British man's voice. I can't. I, I wish accent. I could do that. Uh, there's a random British guy online who can do a bunch of great sound effects using just his mouth, including water dripping, a bird opening a can, um, a chicken, a cat, a horse, a spray bottle even, even an electric razor, and he does it all with just his mouth. Oh, all right, Jack, good. water drop, bird noise. Bird. Can you open a can for me? That wasn't very good. Fly noise. Help me. Chicken. Cat. Horse. Water spray. Give me a trim. A trim. This guy's yeah, impressive. This guy's impressive. Well, he's an he's, online. Oh, okay. you look at Greg's <laughs> you face? His face? Greg, you were speechless. You were just like, what, what in the world's is going on? Is he better than the guy from police? What was it? Oh, no. Nobody police, Academy. police Academy. No, no. He's the alpha that on guy. that. Well, that guy was a sound-making machine. Well, apparently people online love this British I mean, dude. because he's, he's like I don't a little. He's in, I don't think he's in the Police Academy guys. No, league. but you're right. That guy, wow. Crazy. Huh? He was good. <laughs> yes, he was. Whatever happened Michael to him? Winslow. Yeah, whatever happened to him? I don't know. I don't know. What, what's, the best, what's the best noise y'all can make? Like, with your I, voice. I Can really y'all, y'all, y'all known for anything? I don't have any voices. I don't either. Can you not, like, make, a, like, an animal sound? Not or really. Really? I used to work with a guy that could do a cricket sound. Really? And it was unbelievable. And, like, if we were, like, eating in restaurants or something, he'd start doing it, and people would be looking around. Wow. It was. I mean, it sounded just like one. Speedy, your pigeon is excellent. I think you have a good pigeon. I, I really don't. I don't have a. a I don't have sounds. any. Yeah. I'm not talented. Try, try, your, try your cricket real quick. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. the pigeon is kind of my go-to, and I know people are tired of hearing, hearing it, uh, but that's really all I can do, a pigeon. Yeah, Can I, you I do can't. anything? No, I'm not talented enough. I can't really do it. You can whistle. That's pretty I good. I can whistle. There's that's no talent it. right here. I got here. some serious whistling. <laughs> no well, talent in this well, seat, but, but my friend. It, my whistling <laughs> skills are off the chart. I'll right. tell you that. But there are certain people that they're just like are just phenoms when it comes to that. Now, this guy's pretty good. Um, yeah, he's really good, but, but I'm just but saying I, he's not. You know, I can burp on command, but that's not a talent. I can't do right, that. Right. That's not a talent. I've never been able to do that. You know, the whole, hey, can you do a – can you do a cat and all that? I don't think that's very creative, but but some of that stuff was pretty good. The, the, the water dripping, dripping water. was good. Yeah, I like that. See, that's not good. That was really good, yeah. Greg. Yeah, but that was like a leaky faucet. Yeah. Can't yeah. you do a squirrel real good? Squirrel? Yeah. No. I thought you could. No. Oh, that's was, was Rick. That's Big Brother. I think I think you can do a squirrel. I you, need somebody drinking you coffee. You can sound like somebody this? sipping coffee. Have you heard this? Can you do a cat? That's excellent. Can you do a cat purring? <laughs> no. Let's see if I can do it. Hold on. 
How about that? <laughs> you got that face he always gets when he <laughs> no, does sound. I love it, too. Well, you got you to really you think know, about it. He closes his eyes. I don't want you to Hey, little kitty. I don't know. How about that? Like that tongue action there. That is the same as a um, uh, a pigeon. The, 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 the cat and the pigeon is really the same thing. One, you're just kind of going. But the other same thing with it's the not tongue. the same thing. With the tongue. Oh. That's the tongue. way you're doing them, oh, you're just putting in different positions to make right. different sounds. I get it. So watch this. See? I went from a cat to a pigeon. Just Do like that, that slurping again. That's, That's awesome. something else. Man. That's, That's hard something else. Else. I think hard you could do something. I can't. I'm telling you, no talent right here. Can you do a dog? Zero talent. <laughs> no. Okay, that's pretty good. You got to get the drawback. Can you do a crow? I've never really tried any of these. I need to. I need to try them. I'll have some drive time over the next few days. I'll give it a shot. Okay. I'll do some things in my car and see if I can come up with something. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. It is already Wednesday. How about that? Wow. Uh, we have um, we've got a lot on the table today. The will of meat could spin at any uh, any moment, uh, any uh, segment. You never know. So be listening for that. We have an unnamed intern, Craig, on the phones right now. Uh, UB, uh, YouTube TV is uh, live in HD. Just go to rickandbubba.com, click on the YouTube link, and uh, then uh, give you an option to click on live and do that, and you can see us live in HD. Live, live. Uh, live, live, live. Some of the greatest radio stations in this country, bold enough to say, yeah, we'll call Rick and Bubba home. Uh, that uh, we, we love, we love, uh, we love, love, love. Just traditional uh, radio, uh, radio stations make America great, and, and we thank all of them for covering and carrying the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, and so we know a lot of you listen that way. Uh, but in case you're not in that market, you got the TuneIn app, you got the podcast, you got all kinds of stuff. So check all of that out at rickandbubba.com. Speaking of radio stations, yes, you about got this? three Florida radio stations plan to air Trump speeches every hour, every day until the 2020 election. Really? Now, if you read on in, and, huh. and really this is better, I was thinking, what, that's all they're going to play. But what they're going to do, they will broadcast two-minute excerpts from the president's speeches every hour of every day. Okay. Until the end of the 2020 election. All right. It all became, he, he went to Florida and spoke at a rally. And, you know, the Panhandle, they yeah. still have damage from uh, Hurricane Michael. Correct. Category 5. That's a big one. Yes. And he's promised them $448 million in relief. No games, no gimmicks, no delays, he said. Look out. And he said, we're just going to do it. So that's fired everybody up. And they, they say, hey, we're going to play, you know, two-minute excerpts from his speeches over the past every hour on the hour until the 2020 election ends. Well, you know. So they're fired up for Trump down there in the panhandle. I, I uh, bumped into some folks down that, that live in that area, and they said, y'all understand, there's certain areas that the dang thing looks like it just went through. Yeah. It's yeah. bad. Still need a lot of help down there. That was a big one. So, so he's vowed to help. Yep. Like I say, there's a, a newly formed company, Gulf Coast Media. They purchased three radio stations, and uh, – they, they're the ones doing it. They said okay. that they, the listeners seem to be on board, and they're that's what they're going to do. Well, good. 
Good for him. So, but they're gonna <laughs> every every day two minutes. Two minutes every hour. Every two hour, minutes, excuse me. Every hour. Every hour every day until the end of the twenty. So I guess you know, like a lot of a lot of stations at top or bottom of the hour, they like doing newscast. Or yeah. Something. I guess so I guess that they'll, they'll do it. They'll do it then. Yeah. Huh. That's kind of. I, I could live with that. Yeah. Um. This is this is kind of interesting here. Um, Singer. <laughs> Lead singer uh, Roger Daltrey uh, told fans at the Madison Square Garden uh, at the Who concert Monday that he was allergic to marijuana and to stop smoking. Um, Just not got mad about it. Yeah, said it messes with his voice. Yeah, which I understand that. And uh, he said we uh, we puffing fans uh, (laughs) are hurting his voice. Uh, He and they got a stern talking to uh, from the stage where he told them. All the ones smoking grass down here uh, on the front row, I'm totally allergic to it. Uh, and, of course, he said some other things. Uh, but he basically yeah, he said, really, hey, really would mad. you please stop? Uh, who, uh, whoever Do you down think they kept is, puffing or they put it out? Uh, I, you know, I don't see them putting it out. Mm. I really don't. For all you down there, you yeah. f- my night up. Uh, That's what he said. <laughs> you, uh, you, um. I'm allergic to all this, and my voice is going, it sucks up here, you. Wow. wow. And uh, he was just, boy, he just he just gave him a talking to. Um, they uh, are currently on their move on tour. I didn't know that. Rats up uh, October 23rd in Alberta. Uh, but wow, uh, still just a little, little heads up stones. to anybody I mean, wanting to go to a Who concert, do not smoke weed. That's right. Roger Daltrey will call you out. If he sees you on the front row burning one. Is there anything that you guys are really allergic to? Like something like if you get a whiff of something or is it smoke or whatever? Is there anything that, that you react to? And I know I you, don't like you're smoke. allergic. I can't handle smoke at all. I don't, uh, like, I don't like smoke, but I don't like any any real like strong perfume. I've like, noticed that with you. Like air freshener. If somebody's got like one of these old stout air fresheners or something like that or the that crap you sprinkle in the carpet. And let it yeah, sit. the potpourri stuff. Yeah, that, that, that gives gets me. me I don't like it. You don't like it. I notice. No, I, I have to really a, watch when I'm like, if we do a fire pit or something, I have to really watch where I sit. Is your is it your asthma kicks up if you get that smoke? That yeah. just nasal the whole whole yeah. nine. That yeah. that brings it all out. Yeah, cigarette smoke. Uh, These I, smokers I can't stand. next door. I don't know what type of cigarettes they smoke, but right. you're out in high winds and it's like I mean, it's so strong. It's it unbelievable. Is. It is. It ain't like you're trapped in a room with them. Right. It's still strong. And you know, I know that that he has a reaction. Roger does that where he's actually allergic to it. I just don't like it. But yeah. I, I did hear a lot of the staff complaining when they were doing some painting outside. Paint fumes don't. A lot of you don't like that at all. It, it, it didn't like bother me, fumes. but it was giving some of y'all now, headaches. It does bother me. It gives me yeah. a headache and stuff. But I like the way I like the smell of paint. I don't you know do. You like the me. smell of paint. I do. Mm. Greg, somebody <laughs> says you're allergic to something. Did you didn't bring up what DAs? That's a fact. Huh? You talking about bother me? <laughs> you talking about stuff me up? They'll do it. Yeah, but I can't really think of anything. I have noticed that as I've gotten older, and I've I've talked about this on the air. I used to not like be allergic to like going out and cutting the grass or something, but now I'm that guy in a respirator cutting the grass, and I didn't. I never hey, thought I'd be that respirator guy. Man, how about I grass? never thought I'd be that guy. Grass doesn't bother me as much, but this is this is where y'all are going to take it too far. I'm sure. But, like, if I get the chainsaw out and cut through a tree or something, I don't know why, but it's just the trees. and You're the, allergic to trees? Yeah. And really? so when I get a chainsaw out, it'll really 
Like, I mean, it'll break out. Oh, a little I like bit the too. smell of that. I like the smell of it, but I it I have a reaction to it. <laughs> I want to mourn the loss <laughs> of all the old growth. <laughs> My kids are allergic to trees. Right. I know that sounds crazy, but they are. This whole pollen thing, good night. It is. It has messed up my family up. Everybody's. I mean, just it, it's slowly tapering off. But for a while there, they were. I mean, you would think we all had head colds. We we were <laughs> we were tore up. And I tell you what, I, just lazy me. And I knew this was going to happen. I got out cutting the yard, and the way the wind was blowing, whenever, whenever I would turn and come back, the wind would blow everything right back into my face. And I, lazy me, I didn't go get the little respirator thing because I hate to wear it. Because when everybody comes by, like school buses come by, I'm like, look at that old man. He's got his little respirator on. Uh, and I never did. And I was eat up for about a week. I don't know if y'all remember. I was all stopped up and stuff. And it all came from cutting the dang grass. See, that's there it is. And so that, I guess I would uh, uh, now be allergic to that. But I wasn't as when I was younger. It's just weird. I love the smell of new cut grass for some reason. Yeah. I really you like do. the smell of cut grass and paint. Yes. Well, if you could paint the cut grass. And wood chips. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's I good smell. No, no I'm, all, I'm allergic to every bit of it, but I like the smell of it. That's funny. Do you know what I did yesterday? Have you ever cleaned the inside of your garage doors where all the gunk gets all No, but up? I need to. I was looking at mine. I, um, I, found, I, I, did a little, I did a little Google search. Have you ever done, um, is it white vinegar? Okay, with um, uh, oh gosh, come on, Calvin. Um, what is it you put in the refrigerator? Uh, the the powder, the um, what is it? Bacon soda. Bacon soda. Thank you. Okay. You mix. You mix. Well, you you spray white vinegar and then sprinkle bacon soda yeah. on that and let it sit for five to ten minutes, and it just kind of breaks everything up, and then yeah. you just wipe it off. Little little something for you. You can, you can do, he's got you something. can do the bottom of your window sills stuff sure. that kind of get all that. You realize it was on, on Google it. before you came across it. That's what I said. I said I, got, I, I came up. I know that's what I'm saying. But I thought I was pretty sharp. Yesterday. I needed. I, I did, got off in it. I need to do mine as well. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba. A brand new hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Thanks for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy have already given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba radio network, the TuneIn app, the YouTube channel, uh, the podcast archives. Uh, all three of those men are part of Team Rick and Bubba, ready to move forward for the rest of the day. We have Eddie Van Adler. He provides the YouTube option. If you want to watch us, if you're a tuber, welcome in. Glad you're here. Uh, also, he's flanked by various Rick and Bubba University students today. Diamond Dale, big love earning their degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. An unnamed intern, we may get his name today. Across the way, there he sits, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Speaking, of course, of the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, but most of you probably know him best as a silver-tongued one, the man with a golden voice, professional and cheaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English, Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Hello, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. You get up, you get down, you get lost, and then you get found. Show it. 
Show as I'm sitting here, Bubba. How about it? Well, Will of Meat hasn't spun. That's out there today, tomorrow, and Friday. So uh, could happen at any time. Pay attention for that. Uh, Wednesday Bible study back today. Look for that live on YouTube at noon Central Time, and then out archived a few hours later on all our social media platforms, podcasts, and including the YouTube channel. So that's going on. That's that's stuff that could happen today. We'll see big stories out there. We have to unwind. We'll look back on some things that happened yesterday and. And, uh, Bubba, like I said, with you, I, I saw you back in your hometown, back in our county, watching a little baseball. That's yesterday. right. Watching a little Jacksonville State baseball last night. Hanging so, out with uh, Hamzy Daddy. I know. Got to see the Mac Daddy there <clears> for a minute. Mac Daddy's there. Had a seat just like he liked it. <laughs> Got the best seat in the house. There he is. He does. And I saw you and your son Hunter and, and Cocky at one point, the mascot. And yeah. Fear yeah. the Beak and all that. You know, that, which is funny you mentioned that because I, I was just looking at uh, an online post and I. Uh-huh. You know, I had a picture. We had a picture made with Cocky, which is pretty normal. Yeah. And uh, That's the Jacksonville State mascot, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and uh, it said, uh, I said, how about some JSU baseball, go Cox? And then, you know, you get the normal replies and loves, you know, fear the beak, uh, you know, hashtag stay cocky. And then I have one that says, hey, Bubba, don't that. you know that, the, that that's the new signal for white power? Now, I'm doing the, the Gamecock chop here mm-hmm. with the thing in my, yeah. my right hand, mm-hmm. you see. Yep. And I only, Rick, I had to reply, surely adults can clearly see I have my arm around a giant chicken. Right, that's what I mean. Said. I, I just don't said. know. Well I just don't know what else you can do with that. <laughs> see, I? you see the, the game cock is do, cocky's doing the same Again. thing, and I'm doing it back to yeah. him. Y'all, I'd we, like we got it. I'd like to ask him. We document words and symbols. <laughs> I tell you, people live in fear. I'm gonna tell you, I live in no fear of words and symbols. I just don't do it. Let me, right. let I'm me just, just ain't say, gonna be a part of that game, guys. I'm just I'm not in that game. If Bubba's making a hand gesture while posing with, like you said, a giant chicken, yeah. right? That's different than a guy that has a swastika on his forehead making some kind of hand signal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. look for intent. You got to have context and yeah. intent. And let's, let's look at the whole picture. Because there's only so many things you can do with one hand and five fingers, right? And I mean, I'm like, y'all, I never knew this was. But when did this become a white? Well, well that's what, that was my question. I was trying to get in. Can we document that anybody's ever used that as white power? It's also I, I been know. also I've been told it's an Illuminati sign. But I'm talking about, can we document, is there a picture somewhere, like you just described, I don't know. a guy with a swastika for, on oh, his forehead I'm, I'm sure they and have. a rebel flag or something, sure and, and he's holding that up? Uh, maybe. I, I mean, I'm not yeah. saying, I've never seen it. But is I, this one of those things I, where not, somebody I'm told not us surrendering a, that to some evil group who has yeah. hate on their heart. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not in that. I'm no. not playing that game. Again, five fingers, one hand. There's only so many symbols you can make. Now, right. I don't do... I can't do, uh, you know, the uh, the the language, the alphabet for the deaf. So I'm, I I don't know how many you can do with one hand, but there's a limit what you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I'm just when, not going to give that one up. You know, you, when you used to say like, okay, yeah, but, yeah, okay, yeah, remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So that's what huh. you, you can't do that now. What if you're at a basketball game and you're doing that? That probably means a three. We've had people accused yeah. of it. Now the that, other day, yeah, where was it at? We had a story, and there was a, a reporter down there, and some a fan behind him. What was the game was that at? And a fan was doing that, and it the looked Cubs, to me like they were the Cubs, the Cubs games. Game. He's banned for Cubs they, games. They banned forward, them. I the thought way. it looked like he was circle dodging. That's right? what I thought he was behind doing too. the. 
but yeah. but they they said it was a white power sign. I, I didn't even know that. When, sign when did this existed. become a white power sign? I, when did this happen? I mean, what I'm saying is this one of those things that we and circle I'm not, dodge and, a lot too, guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that it didn't happen and there's not a picture like this. I, I just like to, would like to see it um, yeah. because I'm wondering: is it been deemed a white power sign by people who say it's a white power sign, but it never really has been? Because you don't think we're not living in those times. Uh, Rick, Some, somebody sure. creates that it's I'm a power sure. sign. I'm sure. you know, somebody has used it somewhere, I, well, sometime. So. Maybe so. But I'm just, I'm not in that game. I, I'm not into symbols and words that are going to destroy my life today. Just ain't going to play that game. Well, it's, here's the point. Here's the world that that I want us to return to. Hey, Bubba, I see you're doing something that some people say is the white power sign. Yeah, but that's not what I'm doing. It's also the fear the beat sign. I've got a giant chicken next to me yeah, at right. a college baseball game. So probably, <laughs> it, likely, since I've got my arm around the mascot, that that, it, that is the signal for the mascot. Right, yeah. it's if you likely, see the mascot is yeah. doing it on one side, I am doing it they back have, to it is, yeah. We it have is, shirts and hats that have it on. It is very likely. <laughs> it's very likely that what you're seeing is tied to Jacksonville State yeah. since that's where I am and that's what I'm doing. That's likely the reason. Adler, yeah. put it back up. One more. Just put it back up for just a second. That's a giant chicken yes, standing next there to There he is. Okay. I now, granted, you, it has a jersey on. Yeah, I thought you were going to talk to me about the fact that I kind of yearned for the way cocky looked when we were there. <laughs> now, yeah. look, I, you know, when he had football pants, I kind of missed that cocky. Cocky always evolves, Rick. Yeah, so, he does. Uh, well, he does. Nice gloves, cocky's got on that. Let's yeah. have some of that. Rick, I'm going to be forced to go to the hand signal that everybody knows what it means in pictures <laughs> if we keep acting like this. Right. That's yeah. Eric Craig's hand signal. Is there he, a, hey, and he means exactly what he says. <laughs> right. Is there a hand signal for blow it out? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 15 oh, minutes passed. <laughs> yeah. What do y'all think that means? Oh, I have, come on. There's y'all. no discussion on. on this one. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes past the hour. If you'd like to come to our beautiful home state, the home state of Alabama, and boy, it is a, a great time of year to come. Uh, but if you want to take a road trip through alabamaroadtrips.com, we've got another great one in the contest button there at rickandbubba.com. If you haven't registered for that, uh, go see everything that it involves, and uh, maybe you'll be coming to our fine state this summer. All right, so Bubba, yesterday you were at Jacksonville State. Other than doing the white power sign, everything did go well? Yeah, there? while I was hugging a giant chicken. Right. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed being back uh, and appreciate Greg Sykes, AD, there hosting us. And uh, the first time I had been to the new baseball facility in WOW. Very impressive. They're very nice. Very impressive. I love it, that it's thing so that much it... more when you walk through it than when you drive by it. It's uh, they really, really have done a great job with that, or as I like to call it, the house that Greg built. Yeah, I saw, um, I saw like some highlights of games this year, and I saw uh, after they start playing there, and I noticed if you hit like a, a a home run or something big happens, if it's a night game, yeah, the lights, the lights flash. go crazy yeah. and flash and all that stuff. Yeah, that, that it was, was really that, neat. That is cool. It really was. I, I was impressed. They played UAB last night. And uh, got out to a big lead, then UAB kind of chipped away at it and had a runner on base in the ninth inning, made it close, 5-3, to three, but uh, Jack State prevailed. So, anyway, good to see a lot of folks uh, that I haven't seen in uh, in a while last night. So, we we really did enjoy it, and uh, uh, just just great to be back in JV. What a great venue. The sun's going down. You got yeah, the mountains great. and the – 
all the buildings, uh, you know, uh, the sun's nice. behind you. It's just it's just an outstanding facility. I mean, it's really, really nice. I see. There you are with Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy with the best seat in the house. You know, he runs the scoreboard. He does? Oh, okay. And uh, he is uh, very dedicated to that job, Rick. And uh, we got to talk a minute about baseball, a little tennis talk. And uh, so it was good to see the Mac Daddy. Now, y'all get to see. I'm kind of behind on the Mac Daddy. I think all of y'all have hung out with him more than I have. So I'm. I was trying to catch up yesterday. Well, you know, Greg. Greg, Greg Burgess is from up that way. So yep. I mean, that, he gets to oh, go yeah. there a good I'm bit. Just a rock throw from Greg's oh, house. Absolutely. Then, I probably then, drove by. And then Speedy's son pitches for Jacksonville State, so he gets a lot of Jacksonville. Yeah, State saw time. Tyler last right. night. Right. So, so, saw him in the bullpen for a minute. Mac Daddy. Uh, he's something else. <clears throat> He'll come yep. down and go. Well, he likes to talk post game about how the breakdown of everything. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, he's he funny. loves it. He loves. It. He is yeah. into it, and I love it. Well, and and, and I know that um, what I was really terrified <clears throat> for you because uh, I we had a you know we're wrapped we're, we're in that week right now with we have our last one leaving high school so every night there's something involved or every day with that one trying to graduate so last night was the end of the the lacrosse banquet. And then I looked, and I was I was just kind of headed to that, you know. And I was thinking, okay, I've got something I got to do tonight. And I looked down and saw a picture of Bubba, and I looked at the clock, and I thought, well, he's already home. He he's home and sending this picture out. Mm-hmm. And then he said, about to get ready for some baseball, and I thought, yeah, Man, boy, oh, he's yeah. he's <clears throat> he's an hour and a half from home, and and it's not. I mean, it's I mean, Rick. I'm gonna take it further than that. I was actually watching the game. Uh, because uh, I, you know, and Bubba, we talked about the debate of going and not oh, going. Oh, I know, I know. And it's these tough. midweek it's games, tough. the time we get up, no. I, I've got to decide. Yeah. All right, what battle am I going to face? You know. And so anyway, we decided, hey, we're not going to go. We'll watch this when the other boys had some other stuff going on. And so I tune in, and I'm watching on the ESPN Plus app, and you know, I'm there and I'm watching, and then it gets a little bit late in the game. Yeah. And and I see you walk by <laughs> because you, the way the TV shot, mm-hmm. you can see the Concord where you're walking back and forth. And then I see Hunter <clears throat> with Greg Seitz. And I'm like, well, they're going to the concession stand, get a little something. I see that. Wait a minute. It's 8 o'clock right now. And and while 8 o'clock might not be late to a lot of you. It's real late to me since I usually go to bed at 8. Right. And I'm thinking you're an hour and a half from home I ran the numbers. I knew you couldn't be home by 8. No way. No. And I'm like, what in the world is his – what's he doing? I was shocked. This was my plan. See, my plan was to try to leave at 8 and hear the rest of the game on the radio. Of course, Mike Paris does a great job. And, and it worked perfect. I, I, we left just a few minutes after 8. I, I, we got in the road. I heard the game wrap up about the time we got to Oxford. So, you know, jumped right on the interstate, and here we go. So but, I, I got home about 10. I was about to say, that's a, that's a, that's a 9.30, 10 bedtime. I was a few minutes late getting out of there, but uh, I, I had a great time. I enjoyed it. It's fun. I, Speedy, I kept thinking maybe – Maybe if we go in and get a box there at the uh, at the facility at the baseball field, maybe we could just sleep in it and use it as an apartment. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Greg, that's got to intrigue you a little. Of course, yeah. I still don't help you. Now you're just that's, where you are anyway. So. Yeah, that's too close. You, to look, me. I'm gonna tell you. I really, we need to get a box at UAB for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyler lives. At, I'll stay at Regions Park. <laughs> You'll sleep in there, won't you? Sure. Tyler, Tyler lives within a block <laughs> from nice the stadium. Yeah. And I have thought many a times that leaving, hey, I'm yeah. just gonna sleep oh, on yeah. your couch and come straight in. Well, you, you know what? You know what? I, I think? thought we were off work when I when I uh, when I saw <laughs> yeah, Bubba. I'll text Speedy. I said, "Hey, we're working tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> is that already Memorial Day? Bubba <laughs> is in Calhoun <laughs> County. It, <laughs> I start getting the calendar out. What? What is the holiday tomorrow? <laughs> 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 
Rick, 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 there's some madman. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, look, when that, alarm, game, when that yeah. alarm went off this morning, I thought, what have you done? Somebody, yeah. you somebody's silly, silly living, man. Somebody's living <laughs> on the edge. <laughs> yeah, what in the world? Bubba yeah. and I are going to go to bed at the same time tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! This, uh, but uh, but well, your taking is going to be put to the test well, some, today. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> well, sometimes, well, sometimes you go and you just want you got things you need to do. Yeah, yeah. I say I hadn't been up to the new field. I was kind of embarrassed by it, honestly, and. So, well, they've been playing it two years, hasn't it? No, this One. is the first year. Is this, this the first, first year? They were supposed okay, to be good. I don't feel as bad. How, how many t- I was really feeling bad. How many like times? the inaugural you, season. Yeah. How many so times the, do you think I get asked, Where's Rick? Where's Bubba? Yeah. Hey, Greg lives around the corner. Why ain't he here? You know, how many times do you think well, I they, get asked that? They played, I think, 31 home games this year, and I made number 31. Yeah. So, uh, you know, well, better late than that. Yeah. They got their 20th home win last now, night. Now, how about I've noticed this, and I like this. I think it's good. There is, there is, a, there is a sense – and that, that's good. That means that everybody gets the camaraderie of the show. There's a sense that we all travel together in packs all the that we're time. never yeah. apart. Yeah. Everywhere. You know, because all that, where's, as if as if the team Rick and Bubba travels together at all times. Yeah. <laughs> Trick or treaters even ask if y'all are inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Isn't that funny? Is Rick and Bubba in there? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Well, One day see, I want y'all to be in there. Yeah, hang on, guys. <laughs> that's funny. Y'all see, come on see out. When, we, when we spread out, though, we can cover vast amounts of, of territory. Can. See, I'm at the ball game. Yep. Rick is, is speaking, yep. and then and then Cover you had a, you had a banquet last night. Greg's out fishing. Yeah, you know he's yeah. got us covered oh, yeah. in Piedmont. Look at that! I don't know where Speedy was. No, was and Hams, a, they were somewhere. I was at a ballpark near you. And Adler, you know, he was out somewhere doing yeah. something, walking a dog or flying a drone sure. or something. You yeah. know, something so, like that. Out at the barn at Shady Lane, raking leaves or something. You know. But when y'all come to Jacksonville, see y'all are on the other side of the wall. Yeah, and that's a whole nother world. I know. We, you don't yeah, like us when we get on the other side no, of that wall. No, no. Castle Black is supposed to be – that's a, a Game of Thrones reference of their wall. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Me and the rest of the wildings are on the other side. Right. And, and all of a sudden I look and there y'all are. And you ain't supposed to be over there. What's, just, that, what's that grocery store that you, no. you that got hit by the tornado and then you glad it's back? Edwards Grocery. Edwards yeah. Grocery. Lynn Edwards. Um, I, the great um, Lynn Edwards. I get my meat. I actually they, they ain't passed, a finer man alive. Oh, Lynn I'm Edwards. telling you. I'm I, actually passed, uh, I actually passed that. It, it's been a couple of weeks and your truck was there. Oh, I'm there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I like, well, there's Greg. Him and Miss Rita. I know I was a little ways from me, but when I had to go take the car back to my oldest son, did you sense me in Oxford and all that? I felt something happening (laughs) on this side of the wall, and I wasn't sure. Where is the wall at exactly? Riverside. (laughs) Riverside. I mean, that's... That's really close to the Birmingham side. Well, it's just a good body of water. Uh, It's about halfway where you're going. So you're saying the bridge is the water. Yes. Yeah. So the yeah. water, that's it, the it's kind of like how it divides right. Mexico and the U.S. Right. Tonight's like the watch has to let you through right there. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom of the hour. <laughs> we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. We have much to talk about. The abortion bill in Alabama has come over another hurdle. We'll update you on that today, too, and tell you where we stand. Uh, more Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. And thank you for being with us. Well, I- I'm going to tell you one thing. Uh, I love when we get new sponsors on the program. I, I really do. But I'll tell you, when ButcherBox.com showed up, um, I, I mean, I got so fired up, and they, you know, they sent us a, a box, and we tried the stuff, and now we're, we're getting it on a regular basis now. And I even had to say this the other day because it, it does such a good job of keeping you in supply. Is that Sherry? I was I was out doing something. She goes, "Hey, by the way, go by and pick us up some chicken. We can grill out some chicken tonight." And I said, "Baby, 
I don't need to stop getting any chicken. You got you got a freezer full of chicken. Mm-hmm. And I said, we're, we're fully stocked. Just take it out and throw them in the fridge and let them thaw out by tonight, and we'll throw them on the grill and we'll get after it because we're always in supply now. And it's some of the best chicken that, that I've ever grilled and ever tasted. It really is fantastic. Now, right now, if you've never you know gotten a butcher box sent to your door, go to butcherbox.com slash Bubba because we got a, a nice opportunity for you to weigh in. First of all, uh, the code Bubba is going to get you $10 off the first box. You're not going to have any shipping with it either. Uh, but uh, you'll also get the ultimate barbecue bundle. So we're going to throw in, with whatever you purchase, we're going to throw in two New York strips, baby back ribs. Greg, where are you on baby backs? Like you, you like baby, 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 baby back ribs? Oh. I baby, baby, baby. baby. Like you know them a lot. Do you know how to make them? No, I'm not real good at it. Yeah, I'm good at it. Dad grills Greg. them really good. Yeah. So uh, I know that you sh- you can slow cook them on a smoker for really, really good, and they turn out good. You Y'all see them. me tearing them up. Yeah, I, I've seen you. You know, I don't know if they were baby back or adult back, but you, you if hit If I hard. got a bib, I can go full speed. You also get two pounds of organic grass-fed ground beef that goes with it as well. So you're going to order what you want. We're going to get you $10 off, no shipping, two New York strips, baby back ribs, two pounds of, of the ground beef. All that's coming to you. So go to butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Love their products. And find a link also at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Now, now Bubba – I don't know what to do. This, well, Rick, uh, I, I want to talk about this. But we, I don't we've know got a lot of very, very captivating yeah. uh, stories we yeah. have to get to today. A lot of business here on the show. Yeah, right. Uh, but we, we got a phone call in the break, and I, I was a little confused about it. Our, our phone screener yeah. came in, and she said, uh, somebody just called and wanted to know if you need a top section or a bottom section. I had oh. no idea what they were talking about. Mm. And I thought maybe they were referring to the fact that you made the joke a minute ago about maybe we need a box at a at UAB because mm-hmm. for Greg to sleep. And anyway, I thought, well, what are they talking about that? And then as she kept telling me about it, I think she was referring to tower. You know, like you, you put up. I don't know a, what to even tower, say right now. A piece of tower. I don't know how to respond to that. You know, the, the, why, why you are know, you looking, looking for a communi- tower? Well, I, I was looking for it for a uh, communications project uh, that I was helping somebody with. Right. And uh, What does this person want to do with it? Well, he, it's for emergency communications to help the, the public, you know, in times of interest, need, and necessity. Really. Right. And um, hmm. so I, I guess that's what they're referring to, but I don't know why they didn't just call me or email me. You know, I don't know why they would call the show. Is this that. project you're doing for this friend? Is this the one that involves a trailer? Uh, it, it will have some portable I, capabilities to it. When I've, all I've is heard said some done, murmur yes. campaign about yeah, this. I'll, friend. I'll get once it's done. I'll give you you guys the full tour of it if you want right. to. But it it would be difficult this must for be me. A close to, friend. It would be yeah. well. You know, I'm always trying to help. Rick. You are, and That's uh, it would be very difficult for me to fully try to explain that right now because I frankly I don't have the ability to do it. Um, but I, but I do need a section of tower, and it would be what some people would refer to as a bottom section of Ron. So the answer G. to that bizarre question. But I wouldn't say that on the air no. as a direct message no. because we all know that would be illegal a right. one way message right. here on broadcast. But um, if I was to do that, I would say, yeah, I'd need a you know a ten foot regular section of tower. I don't need the top section. I just need the regular to make this for your friend work for my. This for my project that I'm working on, right. it'll, it'll help many, many people. Does your wife, Betty, know you're working for this friend on this project? Uh, you know, I don't know that we have had time to sit down and uh, and discuss it at length. I mean, I, I do a lot of things. That, so much going on. That, yeah, it's very, you know, it's very busy. So very much busy. And she's got a lot of things going on. So she we does. don't. 
you know, we don't get to talk about it a lot. And frankly, a lot of this technical stuff just bores her to tears, so I don't bother with nah. it. I, I feel like it would be a burden to her. Well, and I don't want to. It'd be like her. She don't want to hear it. And I don't, I, especially, I don't really care about listening about curtains. There you go. You know? That's what I'm saying is, yeah. you, what you're saying is, I don't want to burden my wife with a conversation that doesn't interest her. You know, like if she wants to go get curtains, then just go get them. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and, and just and, handle it. And, and if I need stay to help, in the budget, and if handle I, it. And if I need to help a friend, yeah, with a with a tower project, yeah, yeah. You know, I used to put up towers and climb yes, towers. Did. That was a long time ago when I was, you know, yeah. could hang on with one hand, which I can't now. So, right. yeah. you know, I wouldn't do that. That that wind is kind of closed for me, and that's okay. I don't mind it. Yeah, I think things like that are over for me since I'm at the point right now where I can't even hold things. Yeah. I, I, yeah. By the way, I'm dropping yeah. things at an alarming rate. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my, my, my arthritis in my hand. I'm dropping stuff at an. I'm this. I feel so. I feel I got to apologize to my wife Sherry. I look. I'm sorry that me going into the bathroom to get ready for work now has become so loud. Right, I mean, I'm, right. I'm dropping things. Just yeah. I'm dropping toothpaste. I'm drop. I mean, I just drop everything. Now, why well, am I dropping stuff? Well, you know, Rick, I kind of have a rule: if you can't climb steps, stay off a tower. Right. You know, that's kind of a rule I've lived by. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just I'm good ground support now. Did that? Had a lot of fun doing it. Mm-hmm. Frankly, probably lucky to be here. But um, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I think about some of the things, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what were we thinking? Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway. Yeah, I had it happen yesterday talking about our aging process. happened in this studio. Uh, I, I spoke to a luncheon yesterday, then came back here on the way home to shoot a video about an upcoming project that I'm working on. And I I was did a banquet, so I was in dress shoes. And the friend seriously said, are you okay? And I said, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he said, are you all right? I said, I, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. He goes, my gosh, are you hurt? And I said, really? oh, no, no, I'm just walking in dress shoes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and he goes, that's how, you, that's how you walk in dress shoes? I said, yeah, that's how, that's how I walk yeah, in dress shoes. That, hard souls. Oh, yeah. Mm. Y'all hate dress shoes as much as I do. Yes, oh, boo. boo. Those are hard to walk in. Rick, you know, you've seen me at events in a suit, mm. and I'm, I've got my new balance on. I have. That's a great right. look. I have. I, I don't know why that's not more socially acceptable. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about this. We've pretty much decided to wear the most uncomfortable thing mm-hmm. we could possibly put on our foot. Right. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't want to, I'm not into that. I will say that's this. That's something else I ain't into. I ain't into that. I, I, would, I would just say this. Show me the end, baby. The corner market on wearing shoes that are incredibly uncomfortable just because they're cute, that's the women. Boy, you know, me, and if they, they want to do that, that's fine. We've never made the commitment that we will wear uncomfortable shoes. The shoes they wear are horrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, my gosh. I've it's just a, I've just about done away with ties too. No. I don't yeah. mind a good tie every now and then. Uh, you know, I, I I can I can deal with it, but I don't prefer it. No, this this year, y'all, it's, we're putting a noose around our neck and then hanging it for decoration. I don't we know are. if y'all noticed You're that. Right. Well, the uh, thing I was checking on, you know, we had the conversation. Who in the world let that one get out of the? What hey, about this bag? You know? Oh yeah. Somebody yeah. says, "Hey, I got a new thing. You might want to try." That looks like we're choking ourselves. Why would we do that? <laughs> and oh, but look at sharp. But I, but I, but like you were talking, sew one on the shirt <laughs> yeah. if you want to stripe. Down. How did anybody ever sell anybody on the marketing idea? Put something on that chokes you. Yeah, yeah. and the clip on didn't take off like they thought it would. No, I thought that was. I thought, I thought it would that was replace genius. the old tie, but. But no. but we got into this deal, guys. We got we're gonna have to take business casual and define it a little clearer. Mm. Business casual is the most wide range it comment because it comes. What about the, semi-formal, right? As opposed to formal. Mm. Yeah, is that well, just, that's a notch above business casual. Yeah, but business casual. See to me, I'm is in that business. khakis and a golf shirt. Well, that's what I was trying. That's what I thought. So I was speaking yesterday to the young business leaders of Birmingham, and it, it was a great event. Had a great time. 
was honored to be there and met, saw some guys we hadn't seen in a while. Made a joke about that. We'll be one of them. And um, I was uh, – should I tell that? Because that's pretty funny. <laughs> you should. All right, you should. So, so Bubba and I – Because I got to laughing about it because it's true. I, I'm not sure – I'm not exaggerating at all. I think it was the very first year we were in Birmingham as a show. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so it was be, early on. So that would be 98. Yeah, about, so, about in there. So somebody tell me how long ago that was. Is that 22 years ago? It was 20. Let's just say round it to 20 plus. At 20 because it, it, we were we did three years before Birmingham, then we've done 22 years in Birmingham, correct? Something yeah, like that, yeah. Right. yeah. All right, so so I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say 22 years. And Bubba and I were asked to come to speak at Young Business Leaders of Birmingham, yeah. Okay, and and we spoke, and then we never heard from them again. Apparently, and we for did 22 a, years. Apparently, for, for we 22 did, years, Greg. Apparently, we did a fantastic. So, yeah, evidently, right. was, <laughs> so I got up yesterday. I couldn't wait to have you. Well, back. I tell you how I got invited back. A different guy's hired the speakers. Okay. <laughs> Everybody else left. So I made that point, even though the guy who took us was there. Oh, as a matter of fact, you remember the when the weekend dad was inducted in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. It is Cat Reddick's dad. Okay, Phil oh, Reddick. Yeah. So Phil Reddick brought us there, and we did make a few comments huh. about know. what. Well, <laughs> if you remember, we were trying to get our kids into Broward. Oh, was that the time? That was what, oh, and we okay. made a few comments about that. Okay, and 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 uh, <laughs> do you remember that? Uh, kind of. Trying to be funny. Well, Bubba got up and, and did said, I say something inappropriate? Well, no, I think I, I think you. Since I, think, I was not asked back, let me tell you. Was it me? I think yeah, you, I look. Think was this you, was you. you. You had the hammer and a nail, and you went tap 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 tap, <laughs> and then I took it, went bam, and I drove it in. Because what 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 you what you said was. We came to speak here because we know that Phil Reddick can get our kids into Broadwood. Yeah, it was. Well, Broadwood's a Christian school, but it, it is a Presbyterian yeah. school. So I followed up, and I said, well, I'm not worried about it. I think mine are predestined to be at Broadwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and we weren't invited back for 22 years. Mm-hmm. But, but at least, the kids got in well, Broadwood. Rick, they did. Rick, you got invited back 22 years later. My clock's still running. Well, remember, different guy, though. <laughs> yeah. so, and, and I made that point. I said, I, I guess Bob and I did such a bang-up job as y'all decided to wait 22 years to bring one of us back. <laughs> and, yeah, it wouldn't let both of you right? <laughs> And I noticed we're down to one. <laughs> what it is, over the years, see, they think you said the Presbyterian comment. Oh, it? It? You know what I mean? Because they get us confused. Yeah. I get credited with stuff with you all the time. I've been congratulated about my good job with tennis so much. I just quit <laughs> correcting people. I actually feel pretty good about it. Yeah. So, well, you go, yeah, we ought to have a good team this year. The funniest one the other day was a guy said, hey, Rick's kind of giving you a hard time. You like you lost weight to me. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Daily, that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes now to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. If you want to join us, unnamed intern, Diamond Dale, taking phone calls. The YouTube option, Adler's working alongside Big Love. All right, let's go to uh, Tony in Mississippi. We're talking about this. We believe that we've talked about this before that we believe the term business casual is too broad, and, and you have to ask specifically. It, it's just not a word when somebody when somebody says semi-formal, then you know you're wearing a suit, you just don't wear a tux. You, don't, right. you can wear any Formal is tux. Semi-formal is suit. Business right. casual is gray. Would be anything <laughs> from, you know, anything from suit down to golf shirt and shorts well, that's now, uh, that's the ragged edge of business casual on the bottom now bubba you're trying to bring shorts into shorts business, in business casual, casual and i don't know that it makes it i can identify this outfit is business casual you can do that 
Okay, if if a if a guy wearing this outfit can identify as a girl, then I can identify it as business. Yes, guy. you can. There's no arguing against that, <laughs> sir. That's- to Mississippi, Tupelo. I think everything's on the table. <laughs> yep. yeah, for real. Tupelo Tony checking oh, he's in. He's underwater. Oh, Tupelo no. Tony, how you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. Thanks, guys. Famous call. Oh, Kind no. of controversial in church. All right, all right. Who about this? Tony, right, Tony, Tony can you hang up and call us back? Are you on Please. landline? No. Hey, this is. Oh my gosh, no, Tony. That, right, hang up. Put hang up on him. And, that hurt, Tony. And that tell, hurt. And tell him to call back. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Tony called back. You got popcorn all in there, guys. I thought we were going to be able to make it, and and yeah, the more that went, went on, worse. worse. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, we want to hear from you, but it makes me feel like he had something really important that somebody's yeah. trying to stop. Yeah, Tony, call <laughs> us back because I think it really might have been a connection. The NSA thing. was right. blocking your call, sir. Because on you business know, business casual. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you what happened with this banquet I spoke to yesterday. He, I said, "What's the dress for this?" As, as the speaker, sometimes the speaker may have to dress differently than the people attending, even. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and uh, and he said, "Well, you know, more of a, kind of kind of business casual." I said, oh, "Okay, so you're talking about khakis in a in a polo?" No, <laughs> that's business casual. And I'm like, "Well, okay, wait a minute now." And 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 he's like, "No, I'm I'm talking about like wear a suit, but you don't have to wear a tie." Okay, mm-hmm. well now now I mean that does that even have a name? I mean, is that um, um all right? So I think this is Tony right here. To- Tony, is this you calling? Uh, Good. Tony, hey Tony, Tony. Buddy, I mean, I don't know what's going on with your line, but try to try to get it out if you could. It's got all kinds of popping and and stuff. There's a Walmart cell phone. That that's that 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 answers the problem. Tony, right you're there. gonna have to get on a hill or something. I thought it was government issued, but <laughs> it, you're, it's almost the same thing. Hey, uh, worship pastors. Yeah. I, I see worship pastors uh, controversial topic. Where do you guys come down on these guys in toboggans, skinny jeans? Tennis shoes, tie, no tie. Where do y'all stay at? I'll hang up and listen. Well, to you. I, I think this is the thing. If you're Please on, do. if you're on the, <laughs> if you're on the stage, and really this would apply to, I guess, the congregation as well. But when you're up on the stage, that is a different, different deal because you know everybody's looking at you, and I really don't care what they, if their theology. I'm more concerned about the bad theology in a lot of these songs than I am what somebody's wearing. But but I, I will tell you this. I think when anybody gets up there that's a male, like we would not want a female up in front of everybody with clothing on that was too tight because it is it's distracting or a skirt that is too short. It's, it's not appropriate. So I think that some of these youth pastors, that, now I mean worship leaders today, need to understand that your jeans, if they're so tight – we know whether you're a Jew or a Gentile. Right. I'll just put oh, it that wow. way. Oh wow, that's not appropriate. That's, that's not appropriate. You know, for your pants to be so tight that that for you know, if you're especially sitting in a certain row, that you know, that's the part of the body that we're all hmm. we're all seeing. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not appropriate. I, I would just say, you know, you want you want to be modest, uh, and and you want to be appropriate. Uh, now, my grandmother would take that toboggan. And snatch it off your head oh, in yeah. the church, and throw yeah. it, and throw it out into the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. you you wouldn't come in there that with that on. Happen. Yeah, but but I just I think you just wanted. You know, I'm not saying that you want to be legalistic about all this or Pharisee about all this, but I think there's some common sense we can all use on what's appropriate dress, uh, especially as as people that are supposed to be you know, called to a certain amount of holiness. Right. Uh, but uh, so that's where I would come down on. Is, is it appropriate or not as far as, uh, you know, wh- what, you're, what you're having everybody look at? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
So I, that would bother me more than what the actual you know, ensemble was. I can tell mm-hmm. when I see it. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to define sometimes. Yeah, but, but, but I go, well, that's fine. No, that ain't. But but but, <laughs> but I will say this: if 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 there's not a sexual connotation involved, let's take that off the table. I do think it's silly that the congregation is grumbling about what some sold-out follower of Christ is wearing when they're up there, obviously, you know, transformed by the power of, of Jesus you know, singing praise and worship, and you're worried about what kind of pants or shirt they have on, I, I think that's silly. Uh, and, th- and then you're more concerned about that than whether there's good theology in what we're singing. Yeah. Uh, I think I would prioritize a, a little differently. But, again, I don't, I'm not talking about people dressing inappropriately. I'm just talking about I don't like that kind of shirt and I don't like the, that kind of pants and I don't like the shoes they have on. I think that's silly. And, and I, think if, I think if we look back to Jesus' time, I think you would probably see John the Baptist and Paul dressed in totally different ways, but they point. still were bringing the same message. It's a great point, yeah. and, 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 and you're exactly Just right. based on their history and how no, they were brought up. No doubt about it. They had yeah. different calls, and they also had different, different, different wardrobe. Uh, Thomas in Kentucky. Thomas, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, I just wanted to give my thoughts on the uh, the dress code there. You know, we uh, at my current job we have a business casual, and and I thought it was funny that Bubba brought up shorts because that would definitely not qualify. You know, normally a, a pair of khakis or dress slacks and a, a collared shirt of some type, whether it be polo or you know button down, for men would be business casual, and then. Uh, or a sweater, something like that. And then uh, for, for women, uh, you know, skirts that are past uh, your knee. Uh, and then also, um, uh, you know, like a capri pant would be the closest thing to a short that a, a, a female could wear, but then business pants or dresses, stuff like that. Are you saying, well, Thomas, I, I, I admitted that shorts was the ragged edge of business casual. But, but what if he wants to identify <laughs> as business casual? But, but here is the thing. Yeah, what if I identify my shorts as long pants? Yeah, who, who there can, you go. If he can if he can identify as gender, he can identify as pants, can he? Sure. I well, know they appear short, but they're long. The, uh, <laughs> who are you to you say these are short? The, <laughs> <laughs> you I see in them the real as world, long. but you can't do it in, right. Uh, right. in the business world. So I can pretend to be a woman. I just can't wear shorts. <laughs> Yeah. Is that what you're telling me, Thomas? Yeah. I, I feel like that's a flawed, uh, a flawed example. Uh, I know Are you telling crazy, me I can look down and do a peep test to see if I have long pants or short pants? Right. Yeah. yeah. But I can't do the other. Right. Top of the hour. I don't know about that. Eight six six. Seems awful inconsistent. Doesn't it? <laughs> but I understand what you're saying, brother. I really do. Both of them. Greg. <laughs> Top of the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.